Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. So let's go on to the game on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening in New Zealand time. This one at Go Media Stadium. So well done, NRL. You locked out 25,000 last week and you're going to lock out 25,000 this week. So Sean Johnson is named. That's big. Still not training with the team from what I understand. Dylan Walker back to the bench. Freddie Lussick, 18th man. And then for the Knights, no Jackson Hastings, no Lachlan Fitzgibbon. I thought it interesting they didn't even name them. So Adam Clune in at halfback. Dylan Lucas straight into the start side. Adam Elliott, we thought he might have been out after that high tackle. He escaped with a fine. He'll be right to take his spot. Where's the market on the second semi-final, Tristan? Yeah, there's been a bit of activity on this game, but there's been support both ways. So it's $1.52 the Warriors, two fifty-five the Knights. Five and a half is the line. We laid the Warriors initially. Now we've laid some money on the plus, and it's plus five and a half, 186. The minus is 194, and 41 and a half for total points. That game on Sunday was crazy. There was a lot of multis rolling into the Knights at the really short odds, and uh, the Raiders jumped them, and they, they looked a chance uh, for a while. And then, then the Knights put on three or four really quick tries, and you, and you thought they were just going to blow the game away and win by 20 at that point. And, and then they, they, they couldn't quite finish off and got the job done in extra time. So... I don't really know what to make of that effort. And, and Penrith are just way too strong for the Warriors without Johnson. Obviously, him back into that side's a massive inclusion. So, five and a half. Um, no, I, I think it seems like a big number to me. I, I think the Knights have still got a bit of upside there. And uh, and, and I'd, I'd, uh, I'll, we'll see which way Jared wants to lean here. Well, I, I think the, the tables get reversed here. And, and I think in the favour of the Knights this week because... Clearly last weekend, shooting for their 10th straight victory, which they ended up getting an extra time, um, there was so much expectation. They had a full house, all that focus. Uh, the market suggested that they should have just been winning. You know, 13 and a half might have got out a little wider uh, late, yet they end up in a, uh, a draw at full time in extra time and then just get home. Um, I think this week, now it reverses for the Warriors that they're going to be at home in Auckland with the full house. Not only the expectation of all of their supporters and all of that focus, but it's also the whole nation. You know, the, everybody in New Zealand is just behind them here, but then that just creates so much focus and expectation around them to perform. Whereas the Knights just fly in here under the radar. Their record. They've won five of the last seven against the Warriors. Their record against the line against them is very good. Their record in a position where they're, you know, plus five to plus six position is also very good. And they've won their last four away games as well as the mix of their home games. Whereas the Warriors, I've been saying for weeks, I just haven't liked the strength around what they're doing or the form uh, at the at the line. They've been horrible. Their last seven outings, they've not covered the line. Um, I'd love six. I'll take five and a half. I think the Knights can cause an upset. I'm with the Knights to win, and I want to be with the plus. Yeah, a little surprised at the prices on this one. I agree. So, uh, Sean Johnson, the Sean Johnson question is 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 there, right? And um, uh, a bloke 32 years of age with a calf muscle injury, mm, okay, if he does it, then that's it. He has to come off because, you know, that you just become a spot in defence every single time if you can't push off that that calf muscle. Uh, and so that's going to be a concern for them, especially given the fact he's still not training with the team 
right now. I think Kalen's still injured. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But he just got it done last week. It was one of those interesting situations. It, it had the sense, boys, that Newcastle had read the press during the week and they said, yeah, we've got this really great shape down the left-hand side. We'll put that on. Canberra got this issue of her on their left-hand side defence, so we'll go down there. And it felt like they said, all right, we'll turn up and it'll happen, and it didn't. And the Raiders came and they were physical uh, and they 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 had to use all of their elite players, and I'm talking mostly Kalen, but certainly Dane Gagai in the second half, Dom Young as well, to get them out of trouble because they were in, in a huge amount of trouble and still they couldn't put the Canberra Raiders away. So um, great, brave performance from the Raiders, but just a little complacency you would have thought getting in from the Knights. I don't see that happening this week. Obviously, the travel is an issue. They're going over, uh, well, my understanding was busing down today and then that's the Wednesday and then flying over on the Thursday to get ready for the Saturday afternoon game. In front of that crowd, I like the Knights plus five and a half. Uh, and, and for a lot of the reasons, is underwhelmed by what the Warriors have been doing of late and then the question mark around Sean Johnson. So, um, Kalen, he, he feels like he's up for the challenge, doesn't he? So... Uh, on on nights plus five and a half as well, so we're all nodding and on that one, aren't we? We are, we are. And, and Jimmy, just on that, I mean, you know, I know he's great at waxing lyrical after after the event, Ricky, and his press conference and talking up the Raiders and God knows what. But where's that been for the last couple of months? You know, I mean, that that was by far their best effort since their upset win over the Broncos, going back in I don't know what was that week five or week six. You know, and yet he sat there and talked about the fact that they nearly made the top th- uh, the top four. I mean, they were miles away from the top four because they lost five of their last seven. They were outstanding last weekend, the Raiders, and um, I thought there were stages where the Knights struggled to go with them. Um, I I think one of the other keys here is that the Warriors have got some problems in particular uh, defending those outside edges, which I've touched on in previous we- weeks. But I think on that left edge, and um, I think with Kalen not servicing the the outside left edge as strongly as he has, um, that I'd be working around the two wingers as any time try scorers, but also Gagai on that right edge. Yeah, well, that was funny, right? So we had our two wingers any time try scorers. They got there, no, no worries, but it not, well, they got there, but it wasn't quite the manner in which we anticipated. It was really interesting, wasn't it? Tim McCall just coming up, getting ahead of the line, and just making it, well, I have to pass to Fitzgibbon. I can't go out the back because there's the intercept threat there. Uh, and and it might have given a blueprint about how the Warriors can play that. Rocco Berry is that defender on that uh, right-hand side for them. But uh, you would think that Adam O'Brien and the Brains Trust up there at Newcastle are looking at ways to do it. The only problem is that they haven't got Lock on Fitzgibbon as that front runner. In saying that, I think Dylan Lucas is a really good young player. The, the yeah, bits that we've seen. Yeah, so um, they they do have someone that they could go to there. So um, and Clune yeah. in for Hastings, that's a that's a little bit of a concern for me as well. Well, and I, I thought they also dodged the bullet with um, with Elliot being able to play. I think that's a big plus for them, Jimmy. I know that you know Dom Young is is just a try scorer and he's such a big body, he's so powerful on the edge. But I got to tell you, he's got some major issues in defence. Uh, mm. There were a couple of moments last weekend he was just not interested. They've got a lot of work to do to get that right next next year at the Roosters because he's being exposed in these big games where there's a lot of people watching, and that'll give um, coaches a fair bit to try and target next year. But yeah, you know, 
We've got two uh, two big crowds, but you know the atmosphere at this game um, in Auckland will just be outstanding. And isn't it fantastic to see the Warriors coming from where they were a couple of years ago, and you know al- almost um, you know crawling back into New Zealand to try and restart this season, and now be into a, a, a key semi final in week two in front of a full house at home and feeding their supporters. I mean that is just outstanding for the game. Yeah, just on Dom Young, he actually went for the intercept on a two-on-two situation, didn't he, for the Schiller's, Schiller's second try. So that was yes. um, crazy on that one. Yeah, it is. The Warriors, um, it's fantastic. And we all sung the praises of Andrew Webster all year. 